to the Do We Love It podcast with your host, Dr. Water with Lemon recording live from the Gen A studios. Um, that one actually goes out to Mr. Richardson, big REM fan. He actually, I took his tickets to see REM about 10 years ago because I think, I believe it was Tom Petty was playing the same night, so he had tickets to REM, and then Tom Petty announced, and his daughter wanted to see Tom Petty, so I think they went to see Tom Petty, and then me and Louise took those, the REM tickets, and we went to REM, and they were awesome seats, they were like six rows back, and if you're facing the stage, they were to the right, um... Never had been that close before at a rock concert. I don't think I ever have since. Um, great show. Lots of energy. REM killed it. I might do a uh, an REM day today. So, got that going for me. Um, anything big in the news today? Oh, yeah, Coronavirus. Um, yeah, we're not talking about that. Moving on. Um, just be safe. Stay quarantined. And, uh, if you got it, you got it. And if you don't, you don't. Nothing to worry about at that point. There's nothing you can do. Um, basically, we all just need to have a little perspective and band together. With that being said, should I slash my neighbor's tires? Um, so... We have, like, when you come into my neighborhood, I kind of live on the corner, so you come down the street, and then you take a right, and I'm on the other side of the corner. Some a-hole, he's been parked on the corner for, like, five days, and where the corner bends, it you kind of have that gray area where, it's, where it is illegal to park there. Um, so it's the spot where I'll park late at night. If I get packed, at like 10 o'clock I'll park there knowing I'm going to be in my car the following morning I don't have a problem with that obviously I, obviously I don't because I do that I don't have a problem if other people do that I'm all for like I think parking laws should be thrown out the window between 10 to 6am if you want to park obviously you can't block a fire hydrant well I'll say that but there's a lot of gray area where basically they just say you can't park in certain spots to be kind of annoying like it's technically like 
not safe, but it really isn't that unsafe. So the corner is a good example where it's probably, it's not safe and it's kind of annoying if somebody parks on the corner and you gotta go around because you're kind of blind making that right hand turn. That being said, almost nobody is driving at one in the morning. So if somebody parks there, that's fine. But you should just have to move your car by 6 a.m. And they could even, I would even say they should double down on it. Like during the day, it's an illegal spot to park. If you park there, you get a, a regular ticket. If, but, hmm, oh, now I'm going in a million directions. It should be a spot where you're only allowed to park there between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Because, you know, we don't want to sacrifice people not getting a good night's sleep. So everybody should be able to sleep eight hours before they have to move their car. Um, so it should be legal to park there in the evening. But the second past 6 a.m., if you don't move your car, it's like a $1,000 ticket. So it's kind of a, a high-risk, high-reward spot if you are... Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I stand on that. Um, so all, all parking situations it, uh, should be high-risk, high-reward as opposed to just no parking, unless it fully blocks a fire hydrant. Um, so, anywho... This guy's been parked there for, like, five days. It's like, dude, like, I'm all for you parking illegally overnight. Don't, please. I mean, right? Easy sometimes parks on the neighbor's lawn if he can't find his spot. Like, don't get me wrong. I I support it. I support it. Um, But you can't just be there for five straight days. So it's been bothering me. So I was telling Jordo about this. I was like, I... I swear to God, if he's there tomorrow night, I'm going to slash his tires. So, of course, Jorah says, he's like, well, you realize if you slash his tires, you can't move his car. So that kind of shook me up a little bit. Um, so now I don't know what to do. So I guess, guess I'll just have to deal with it. I guess there could be worse things going on. But this seems pretty bad. Um, we have a write-in from Beneth Wah. Dear Doctor, do we love the Girl Scout cookie inflation? Bonus, which is your favorite cookie and why? Um, good questions, good questions. Um, and then she also followed up with, they increased from $4 to $5, 25% increase. What products have a year-over-year 25% increase? Costs definitely didn't increase that much. Girl Scouts definitely aren't getting any of that increase. Blasphemy. Um, Some good stuff right there. So, Girl Scout cookies are definitely a scam. I think we can all agree on that. Um, five bucks a box is, is definitely a lot, but it is a luxury item. And I think for years we've convinced ourselves it's a necessity. Me first and foremost, I, 
you see them, you need them, you eat a whole sleeve of them. You can't have one, you have to have 20. That's the rule. In terms of my favorite cookie, I actually used to be afraid of Caramel Delights as a lad. They just looked um, icky. You know, they, the texture didn't look... They looked like adulty. Now, those... I think those are my favorite. They, they Thin Mints used to be my favorite. So Thin Mints used to be my favorite. And then uh, Caramel Delights became my favorite. But... Don't call it a comeback. Uh, we were out last month having some cocktails and somebody ordered a Thin Mint shot, which is, I think it's basically like McGillicuddy's or like Peppermint Schnapps or something of that flavor profile. And they had a sleeve of Thin Mint cookies. So you would rip a shot and you would chase it with the Thin Mint cookie and it was awesome. Huge, huge fan of it. So I may be coming around on Thin Mints again. I think Thin Mints are the best cookie to drink with out of all cookies, not just Girl Scout cookies. Um, and if Thin Mints in the freezer are very good. So I'm gonna go with Thin Mints with Caramel Delights nipping at the heels. Um, as far as the increase goes, I think going from four to five dollars is a smart move because that doesn't seem five is kind of like a, an anchor number where if something is five bucks or less, you kind of just, you don't think about it as much. Once they get to $6, I'm out. I, I might, I'm out. So I think, I think five is a good number because they are getting a 25% increase, but I think the purchasing volume is probably the exact same. I think once you go to $6 and you have to take out a, uh, a George Washington to go with your Abraham Lincoln, um, I think you're running into problems. So this will probably be the biggest margins they get for a long time because I could, I could see them being at $5 for the next... 10 years or so, um, and obviously each year with inflation increased costs, their profit margin will go down, so right now, um, stock in Girl Scout cookies should be high, but stock in everything is actually low, so now's a great time to buy Girl Scout cookies, because their stock will bounce back. Um, actually, speaking of that, I have not I have not had Girl Scout cookies in the past 16 days. Uh, so we had Lent last week, or two weeks ago. Well, Ash Wednesday, we're in Lent now. So for longtime listeners or people who just know me very well, I am a big Lent guy. So it's probably, Ash Wednesday, I would say, is my favorite holiday. I I just enjoy the challenge, and I definitely I wouldn't say I'm I'm an extremely religious guy, but 
I think it's definitely important to have faith keep perspective of a higher being and uh, I think it's it's good in the sense that it uh, kind of relaxes things a little bit like when somebody's late getting back to you on an email it's just like it's not that big of a deal like we're just we're just a little speck in, in a huge universe um, so anyway I like Lent um, and I think it definitely is it's good. Like I, I think, I think Lent is beneficial whether you are a whether you practice or not. Um, I think it's good to challenge yourself. And then the idea behind Lent is that when you are feeling the temptation, um, it's supposed to kind of like remind you of God or of that higher being or whatever it may be for you. So, I, I've been, I think, I've been a Lent guy for a long time. Um, going back to the days of, like, like college would, every Ash Wednesday would go see uh, Father Dean. Guy, guy was a legend. Uh, passed away a couple of years ago. He has, he basically has, like, a baseball hall of fame plaque up in the cafeteria at college. Mind you, this is, like, a state school. Um, and his plaque leads off with, it just says, yo dude, because every person he would see would just go, yo dude. Uh, so that was my guy. Um, so this year for Lent, I usually like to do, I, I, I usually do like a, a bunch of different stuff, but a lot of times it pertains to food. Cause that's, that's kind of my weakness. Um, so this year, I'm uh, sweets. I'm giving up specifically uh, candy, ice cream, and donuts. So referring back to a time before, that's what I call the Holy Trinity: candy, ice cream, donuts. Um, and if you want to sprinkle in a little St. Peter, that would be cookies. So, I am off the sweets train. And then, um, this one's actually even harder for me. I, I've given up bread. So, I'm a, I'm a big bread guy. Big, big bread guy. I, I think it, bread might be my favorite food. And now, especially since I I haven't eaten yet today and I haven't had bread in two weeks, it's even more of my favorite food. Like, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, And I like all kinds of bread. Sourdough, French bread, um, a crispy roll, ooh, uh, seven grain, nine grain, whole grain, wheat. Oh, it's, it's the best. Um... So, just like the sandwich in general, oh, the sandwich, what a, I mean, what an invention. I would take sandwiches over electricity. That's how important the sandwich is to this, this world. So, giving up bread, it's been tough, 
I will say I'll, I'll and also that includes pizza so that's been pretty tough um, the exception to that and you know chirp me if you want you can chirp me it's fine um, that does not count tortillas so if so I can have I, I've been eating tortillas not a lot not a lot chill chill but yeah it doesn't include tortillas May, that could be one for next year but that would have just been too much um, no bread and then like just no tacos like uh, nah can't do that so so far I've been feeling pretty good um, I'm definitely down a few LBs I was tipping the higher end of the scale at the beginning of this year so I think it's it's been a good it's been a good two weeks so far um, I don't think it's so much the bread that's hurting me I'm just I am addicted to sugar full-on addiction if I can't it's I can't help myself if I Typically, it's so I normally, I usually have two cups of coffee starting at, I usually have my first cup of coffee at nine. I have my second cup of coffee at 11, both of them black. And then at one, I break my fast and I eat lunch. But then after I eat lunch, all bets are off. And all of a sudden, my blood levels spike, and I just, I will murder somebody for sugar. And then I'll have, but I try and avoid it, but we have the candy jar up front in the office, and I'll basically make like 18 trips to the bathroom, wink, wink, just to walk by the candy dish, and then I just start like annihilating like Snickers, and oh, they're so good though. It's so worth it. So, I think by not annihilating 18 fun-sized Snickers a day, I think that's kind of maybe where why I'm feeling better. So, so far it's been good. Um, I'm very excited to get back to candy on April 11th. Who's counting? Sorry, April 12th. I'm not counting the days. You're not counting the days. I, it's like, it's, this is easy. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Um... But I definitely, uh, I feel like I'm in a better headspace. Wow, actually, that, that was a little subliminal, I guess, because I did recently download the app Headspace, and I've been trying to use that daily. So kind of like I'm cutting out the sugar, and then I'm adding in like a little Headspace meditation, and it's been kind of a double whammy. So... I guess by using Headspace, I am in a better Headspace. Um, wow, maybe they'll sponsor me. Probably not. I actually, I couldn't, I think we've gone over this. People ask, have asked about sponsors. We can't have outside influences on the pod. This is, this is the last platform you can come to where you are getting straight, straight on honesty. Because there's no outside influences. We are we are a non-profit organization. I should say we are a no-profit organization. We are actually a 
difficult to pay the bills organization. And that's the kind of hard-hitting honesty we need. So, sorry, Headspace, you can't sponsor us anymore. But if you do want to try it out, their free trial is great, and I would recommend the app. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all we have for today. Um, yeah, I mean, it, all I'm seeing on my note sheet is should I slash the... Uh, the my neighbor's tires so figure that out not going to slash those um, maybe I'll just call the cops on them I do like calling 911 so that's all we got